Welcome to Victorious Living. The, the anointing in me and on me is a restrainer. It is a defense. It is a power that is against what the enemy wants to impose upon me. So the anointing restrains. And when that anointing is working not only in you, but that anointing is working on you, it presents itself as a barrier. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us, Does God Oppress His Children with Sickness? We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares, Does God Oppress His Children with Sickness? See, there is an anointing that is within us. I said that. But there also is an anointing that can come upon you. And the way you keep the anointing on you is to fellowship with God. You have the Spirit of God within you. You're born of the Spirit of God. He lives within you. So God has given us an anointing within. But it's up to me to bring that anointing that's in me to the outside of me. And the way that I do that is I fellowship with God other than getting up and saying, hi God, how you doing today? And go about your business. I fellowship with God. I fellowship with his word. I pray, I sing, I do those things. Why? Because I want the anointing that's in me to come up on me so that uh, the burden can be removed. So we, we all have come to believe, I, I say we all, maybe, we all have come to believe that the meaning of anointing is referring to the work of the Holy Spirit and what he does. When I'm healed, it's because the quickening power of the Holy Spirit has uh, generated that power, not only in me, but upon me to, to bring me deliverance from sickness and disease. And then uh, we see then that here in this verse of scripture, here anointing is the antitype of something that is pre-shadowed by a type or a symbol. Here, the antitype uh, is of the one who is to come that has the anointing in and on him and that being Jesus. So that this is a, an antitype of, uh, of that. Anointing here is a New Testament event prefigured shown or represented beforehand in the Old Testament. It was shown in the Old Testament. It prefigured the one who was coming with the, with the anointing of God in him and upon him. And it showed beforehand what the anointed would do and it would set people free and people would be healed. So the Holy Spirit was already with the prophets, the priests, and the kings of that day doing the work of Messiah so far as healing, miracles, and deliverance was concerned. Okay? 
So we could say the Holy Spirit in that day was a foreshadowing and representing the Messiah who was to come, Jesus. Isaiah prophetically speaks of the deliverance of Israel out of their captivity in Babylon, yet this prophetic statement also speaks to the redemption of believers from the tyranny in the unrestrained exercise of sin and Satan. So the Bible says, what does it say? It said, uh, you know, uh, it talk, talks about presenting yourself to God. The anointing is a restraining power. Let me say that again, that the anointing of God is a restraining power. What does the anointing restrain? It restrains what the enemy has come to do. What has he come to do? Steal, kill, and destroy. So this anointing that you have in you and this anointing that can come up on you is a restrainer. It restrains what Satan wants to impose upon your life. So the anointing is a restrainer, but we have to tend to this. I may repeat myself a lot, but that's okay. The, the, the anointing is a restrainer when the adversary comes working against me or to destroy me or to do whatever he wants to do. The, the anointing in me and on me is a restrainer. It is a defense. It is a power that is against what the enemy wants to impose upon me. So the anointing restrains. And when that anointing is working, not only in you, but that anointing is working on you, it presents itself as a barrier. It is a barrier to what he has come to do. What has he come to do? Steal kill and destroy and he'll do it to anybody. He'll do it to a prophet. He'll do it to a king. He'll do it to whomever. He come and he plays no favorites. Uh, you know, just because you lived a good life and a clean life, but you don't know Jesus. You don't have the Holy Spirit in you or on you the restraining power of the anointing is missing. It's just missing. It's just missing. So in this, in Isaiah 10, 27 here, Isaiah prophetically speaks of the deliverance of Israel out of their captivity in Babylon, or their deliverance from their adversaries or their enemies. Yet this prophetic statement also speaks to the redemption of believers in this day, in this dispensation, from the tyranny and the unrestrained exercise of sin and Satan. How does sickness enter the world? Through sin. The day that Adam sinned opened the door for what the devil has come to do. He has come to steal, kill, and to destroy. Now, let's look at Isaiah. The ninth, uh, is it, yeah, Isaiah, the ninth chapter and the verses four through six. 
For thou hast broken the yoke. What is the yoke? It is oppression. What does it say? For thou, talking about God, for thou hast broken the oppression, the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian, for every battle of the warrior is is uh, with confused and noise and garments rolled in blood, but this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. Verse six, for unto us, for unto us, do we have any us's in the crowd? For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. He's going to move all of the politics out. The government's going to be on his shoulder and his word will tell you what he's for and what he is against. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. He did not leave it up to us to set the agenda. If I... If you look at me and I look intense, I am. <laughs> he did not leave it up to man to set the agenda. God set the agenda. He set what is right and what is wrong and didn't ask you and he didn't ask me. Where is all this coming from, Lord? For unto us, verse six, for unto us a child is born Unto us a son is given and the government, the rule of the nation, the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father and the Prince of Beasts. He just presented the Almighty God in the one that was to come. The child that Isaiah speaks of is Jesus. Hallelujah. The anointed one. The word of God written is the will of God, the way of God. And it is God's way that I must align myself with for the anointing to work on me, in me and on me so that I enjoy being free from the oppressor. Amen. Amen. So let's go to the New Testament. John 1, 40, verses 41. You know, I told you about that time. I've, I've told you several times that one of the girls, one of our, our daughters, mine, Sue, she asked me when, she said, Daddy, why are you always so mean? I said, well, what do you mean by that? She said, you just look mean all the time. So I said, well, I'm just trying to show the devil. Amen. So, you know, you know, you know, you know. Okay, John chapter one, verses 40 and 41. One of the, one of the two which heard John speak on the, in this verse of scripture and followed him was Andrew. Simon Peter's brother. He first find, findeth his own brother Simon and saith unto him, 
we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. Christ meaning anointed. We have found the anointed one. Hallelujah. We're in Christ. Christ is in us. We have been in Christed. And when we got in Christ through the new birth, that same anointing that's on the Christ came into my life, came into my heart, came into my being to do for me what the one who came to do for me. So one of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first findeth his own brother, Simon, and said unto him, we have found the Messiah, or the Messiah, which is being interpreted, we have found the anointed one. So if I can locate what the anointing one did and what the anointed on the anointing one was performing, that same anointing is in me today and it will come on me as I fellowship with him. And so don't, we don't want to sit around and wait for something to happen. We want to fellowship so that it causes something to happen. So what did this anointing do? The anointing that cleansed... It's our hope that today's message, Does God Oppress His Children with Sickness, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you'd like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 27. Today's special offer number is 27. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.